am Brenda. And hi, I'm Amber. And this is the Minority Millennial Money Podcast. The contents of this podcast are informational in nature and are not legal or tax advice. And neither Amber nor I, nor Minority Millennial Money, is engaged in the provision of legal, tax, or any other advice. You should seek your own advice from professional advisors, including lawyers and tax accountants, regarding the legal, tax, and financial implications of any financial decision you contemplate. Welcome to another episode of Minority Millennial Money. Today, we want to talk about something that someone on Twitter messaged me about, and that was how I decided what I was going to invest in in both my 401k and my regular brokerage accounts and my Roth IRA. So I had told Amber when we talked about this that I actually got advice from an advisor that was assigned to my job because with my job came a 401k and most larger employers have someone assigned to you um so definitely take advantage of that because they're free most of the time and if you're genuinely interested in how to set your allocations you can ask them and i actually just i had this very brief kind of hallway conversation with him about you know do you think that these these things i have my money in are good and he was like yeah they are so what's been your experience with how to allocate Amber? Yeah, so um, I think I've talked on the podcast before how, you know, I'm with Merrill Lynch um, Wealth Management. And so they, they pretty, I pretty much just asked them like what they thought I should put into my 401k, even though my 401k is separate from my brokerage. Um, you know, they were just nice enough to kind of like look through all the funds and tell me. And so that's pretty much how I did it. I mean, like, I think it's, typically in a 401k like we talked about before we started recording like your options are pretty limited um so right now like i have 75 percent of my funds in what is essentially the s p 500 which is basically stocks um and it's the it's called that because it's the 500 biggest companies in the u.s yes right and then the rest of it is in split between small cap and um bonds so uh, so it just depends on how aggressive you want to be, basically. Right. So I want to be 75% aggressive and 25% um, sort of stable or not aggressive. And, right. you know, you can decide, you know, how, what percentage is going into stocks is what percentage you're going to be aggressive. Right. And the other question was like, what's the difference between small cap, mid cap, large cap? And I think we've discussed that on another mm-hmm. episode, but you mentioned the word 401k versus brokerage. And I just wanted to clarify for people that just started listening to us, like a 401k is a retirement plan and the funds which you have access to invest in are determined by which retirement plan company, like for example, Fidelity, your employer uses. uses. Um, Whereas in a brokerage account, it's post-tax money and you can choose whatever brokerage account you wanna use. So for example, I use M1 Finance, I think you use Betterment, right? Um, I use, I have Merrill Lynch Wealth Management. Okay, so just Merrill Lynch. Okay. So, I mean, you can choose which one. There's a ton of them out there. Um, If you have questions about M1 Finance, I'm happy to talk with you about it. But the way that you really decide is based on your own risk tolerance and how much you're willing to risk 
how much you're willing to put in those high yield but potentially higher risk investments. And so we're not going to go through every single type of fund, but I do highly recommend investopedia.com. They have a dictionary of all of these terms. So say I don't have a brokerage account yet, but I do have a 401k and my 401k uses Fidelity or my employer uses Fidelity to provide a 401k to me, then I would just go to the website. They give you a list of all the possible funds that you could put your money in and then just go one by one and read about it. And then ask yourself, am I willing to put my money in that? And there's really no other trick. You just read what kind of companies you're investing in and what kind of returns they've had. Usually the higher the returns, the higher the risk, right? The higher they go up, the lower they tend to go down. So, but for us, like we've talked about before, we have such a long time before retirement, even if we were to retire early, Mm -hmm. that we can afford to be, you know, 75% risky, like you're being in yours. And I have, because I use M1 Finance and they have these pies, I have my allocations are in the 90-10, M1's 90-10, which means that it's 90% stocks or ETFs. And you can go look up the definition of those on Investopedia. And 10% bonds, which are more stable, right? You're just letting the government essentially borrow money with a bond. Mm-hmm. Um And then I also have responsible investing, which is companies that are like good for the environment and are taking care of more than just profits. (laughs) And then I have 50% of my taxable brokerage in the 2060 aggressive fund, which is a target date fund, right? And we've talked about this before. That's the kind of fund where it gets less risky as you get closer to that date. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to be retired well before 2060, but I want that to keep growing, which is why I didn't make it a 2040 target date fund. I want it to be keep being aggressive until 2060. And then I have a little bit, 10% of that account in the ultra aggressive, which actually has had a significant loss recently. I'm looking at it now, (laughs) but that includes Vanguard, developing market, small cap, mid cap, real estate ETF, international bonds. And so I kind of just leave it where it is because that's worked out for me. So once you find that balance, you you can decide for yourself, right? I can't tell you that my exact percentages the way that they are is like the key to building wealth because you may not want to retire early. And so right. you want to be even riskier now or you you know you don't use you, you think that being too risky is gambling and so you want to put more money in bonds I don't know what do you think about that yeah I mean so like one of the reasons why I always suggest betterment to people to people who are just starting is that betterment pretty much does everything for you so you literally put in your age and whatever and like your risk tolerance they ask you a bunch of questions and it's just automated so you don't have to like really think about it but I agree I mean like if you're not trying to retire early maybe you want to be more conservative right um and so it just really depends on what you want to do. So there's no one size fits all. Right. So, I mean, if anybody has specific questions about a specific fund, I suppose we could talk about it. But 
I don't want to reinvent the wheel because investopedia.com has really awesome resources and they make it pretty easy to understand. Sometimes you go to these financial websites and you're like, what are they talking about? But this dictionary makes it pretty easy. And so we'd be interested to hear what you guys invest in and why, right? We all have our reasons for why we put things in certain funds, but give us a shout, DM us, let us know on social media. Um, we're Minority Millennial Money on Instagram, and we are MM Money Pod on Twitter, and all of our other contact info is on those two social media platforms. Yes. Thanks, guys. Take care.